0: That's the red light. Hello, welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, bringing you Transformers news from around the world. This is episode 184. We are recording live, not on Monday the 1st, but Friday the 1st of March 2019. Tonight, sadly, we have the dregs of Toy Fair, uh, Toy Fair Week to dig through. Um, But there is is some more stuff there we can check out. There's some no, it's not some nice art. We cut that story. <laughs> there's, uh, <laughs> some, there's some third-party figures coming out. Jada Toys are doing some diecast versions of our uh, favorite figures as well, and we've got a lot more coming up after this. Uh, yes, hello, good evening. I am Brad Ostrom Prime. Joining me as the Dominic duo, we have Max coming to us from South Australia once again. Max, how is your Friday night going?
1: A bit hot and bothered, to be honest. Had a nice 40 degree consistent week here, so it's yes, a chance to sit down and relax, talk about some Transformers.
0: Uh, two weeks ago, I rode summer off. I've gone, that's it, summer's over. It's cooling down, the nights are getting cold. I even had the fire going. Twice I in d- the uh, in midnight. I don't mid-March. know how much you're allowed to do that, but oh. I'll say no more. <laughs> <laughs> we're in mid, mid-feb, it dropped down below 10 degrees two nights in a row. I think it got to six here one night, and the fire got lit because children would not get out of bed in the morning, and I was feeling those chilly, chilly yeah, okay, Maybe Yeah, maybe we can make <laughs> some exceptions for country Victoria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, now we're, we're back up to 20s at night, and, yeah, just god-awful. Summer heat has come back, (laughs) unfortunately. But uh, looking looking at next week anyway, it's going to drop off by Wednesday. So hopefully that's it. There's been plenty of um, storm clouds going around, so we need some rain. We need some rain, some cold weather. (laughs) But then we'll be complaining because it's too cold. Because that's just what we do.
1: Yeah, that's why why we're here. We have a beautiful uh, social gel going on, just. Spend two hours ragging the weather instead of Transformers. Yeah, oh, we normally keep it
0: keep to it about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, as you said, we do have some Transformers news to talk about. Are you ready to get into it? I suppose we're going to have to be. Let's go. <laughs> Radio Bot Shots is back this week, coming back live with the uh, weekly Transformers competition in the uh, TCCA group. This week, the first winner... Back again from last year, Kyle Kirkwood. I'm guessing that's Phoenix. He's, oh, is uh, that?
1: Yeah, that would be yeah, Phoenix because it's not
0: crumbling apart. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not Kronos. Um, but uh, he's helping Kyle open up some uh, a new figure. I'm guessing that's the Zeta Toys logo upside down. Oh, it says it's upside down there. Okay. <laughs> Should have looked closer at that um congratulations cole you are the march week one winner you're going into the draw for the uh march winners spot and um if you do win that you'll be in the running for a prize at the end of the year um head over to transformerscca.com for all the uh information details and past winners and even the uh competition threads as well there so you can see what the other figures or whatever photos were like in the competition
1: yeah a healthy archive built up by now don't we
0: we do, we do, and um, like we're going to use reuse some of these photos for conventions, just putting them out there um on display, so people can see what people, or well, what members in the club and that are doing with their figures.
1: Actually, that's actually really not a half bad idea. So I'm going to have to steal that for the next show here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're thinking ahead. Move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. very news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? All right, getting into some news this week, and <laughs> this has caused a lot of um, a lot of arguments and a lot of laughter. Um, we're getting one more repaint of the classic MB10 mold. Personally, I'd say it's the best mold, <laughs> but um, oh, what? It, Atmos Safari shoes, basketball shoes. I'm guessing because there's a basketball in the uh thing. Cause I it's do like like LeBron James branded. This is LeBron Atmos Safari
1: LeBron version, but then it's a Nike. Okay, so it's a Nike Atmos. In Safari colors, LeBron version. I don't know anything about shoes, so this is just <laughs> going off of his article here. I, I guess that's what that means.
0: Now, LeBron then- James is—is is he one of the Aussies that went over there and tried to make it big?
1: He is absolutely not Australian.
0: Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Let, let's let's talk the Transformers side of things. <laughs> um, another shoe, brand. We've seen we've seen it before with the uh, the Megatron NFL star. It was it had a the um it was the Generations Stealth Bomber Megatron, I think that got repainted to match. Yeah, his... they did
1: the little deluxe one that was in, um, like those sort of bright yellow. Hmm. Oh no, it wasn't bright. It was bright purple, wasn't it? Yeah, it was that sephgon purple
0: because he had the I've done Megatron. i done a few
1: shoe-related things. There was that. There was the uh, like the transforming shoes, and now they're <laughs> doing a like these MP10 repaints.
0: Yeah, even without the MP10 lock, like, I just find it funny that American sporting whatever is going to, because this is a Takara, not not Hasbro US, so um, the fact that they're going to Japan to get Takara to do this sort of stuff, and I don't know if we've got, I oh, guess we do, to get this MP10 repaint, I do love the colour. It's sort of it's similar to the Bape, how it's got that sort of, camouflage stripe around it where the silver stripe would normally be, but for 100, 160 US, it might be another chance to get the uh, get another version of MP10 before he's gone.
1: Yeah, it's a surprising last hurrah for a mold, I guess. It's an interesting looking figure too. It looks like, you know, one of those... Like, it, it makes me think of that weird construction repaint that fans projected of steel core, you know, or like a G2 Constructor con Like, it looks very industrial as opposed to, you know, cool Nike
0: basketball shoe, you know, it, it, well, it just evokes construction machinery to me. Well, and that's, yeah, that was going to be my next suggestion. If you made his calves the same yellow, you could only put cat earth moving like cat diesel power or something on his shoulders instead of the auto, but logo like he's a <laughs> bit of cat equipment or something, but yeah, they they're just, trying to get a little bit more use out of mp10 and that's a shame because here's another repaint of mp10 yet they're still going to make the new mp44 question mark um six hundred dollars so, or 450 or whatever it is yen four hundred fifty thousand yen so you'd think all these repaints would have paid for a new prime outright and it'd be <laughs> 200 250 dollars <laughs> Uh, it's still six hundred
1: bucks, and uh, by the time we get to the exclusive repaints, mp forty-four. I wouldn't surprise me. By the end of its lifespan, we see it going over a grand.
0: Yep, and it's it's boxed much similar to the uh, the Bape and the Evangelion and all the other, and even this the Super Seven Super Seven Seven Eleven MP10 as well, where you get the Energon Axis, uh Blaster and the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: not not the most comprehensive package, but I guess the deco on the prime itself is the main appeal here.
0: It's
1: mm. interesting to look at the uh that leopard striping, you know, so subdued on the figure, like we're branding it as the Atmos Safari LeBron Jones version, right? Like, And then the fuse themselves, you know, lean into that with the big, you know, leopard panning everywhere. But mm. The figure just has these little stripes on the arms, and that's it. Um, Which is probably for the best because it looks awful.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's bloody
1: moss on the side. I could sort of see because it's like, oh, you know, you can, like I said, it looks like this construction equipment, right? So you could just pass it off as being construction branding or something. But then you just have LeBron on Optimus Prime's shoulder, which is
0: Mm. a bit surreal to look at. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you had that leopard sort of print on the silver bit around these chests, there just because that's where it would have been if it was in the original G one figure. But um, I think that's all we need to need to say about this. <laughs> you not are you after another MP ten? Uh,
1: I think I, I don't think I own any MP ten molds anymore. So Ooh. hard pass.
0: Well, I, I got good?
1: myself all geared up for MP forty four, and it turned out to be. Over half a thousand dollars. So now now I'm in a weird state where it's like, mm, do I use my third-party IDW Optimus as just a generic masterpiece one? I mean, knowing me, I wind up spending a ludicrous amount on MP44 anyway. In also ludicrous news, what exactly am I looking at here?
0: Also coming out, some officially licensed, and this may be a return to transformers building block systems um unfortunately this isn't creo and it isn't lego at all it um it seems to be more of a duplo style building block system um it doesn't make enough and it's just 42 pieces of blocks and you get some some of those sort of evergreen design cardboard cutouts to stand with these blocks
1: (laughs) yeah it's uh Hmm. Uh, it's just, it's literally just there's no thing that's being built here. It's just a bunch of blocks. Um, yeah. But there's no set to be built. No. It's just blocks, and then transformers cardboard cutouts.
0: And then they're all it's just, it's all multicolored. So it's not as if you can build a fort out of it. It's only forty two pieces.
1: <laughs> yeah. The most interesting thing I notice here is that they've changed Megatron's design to Evergreen to be more Cyberverse and that Starscream looks remarkably like the Flame Toys model kit version. <laughs> Beyond that, this is just a
0: confusing-looking piece. Yeah. Plus, you get all the stickers, you get some faction symbols, you get Buckethead, you get Prime, you get Bumblebee. The number 84, I suppose. Because that means... Oh, it does mean something. Okay. Yeah. Look at...
1: I'm just... To be honest, I'll just keep on looking at the character designs because it's the only interesting thing. Like, there's weird choices made here. Like, you know, Prime's chest looks like Make Toys Prime. Megatron's, like, Cyberverse missing his Fusion Cannon. You know... Screen looks like the Flame Toys figure made into a Legends class, and then <laughs> Bumblebee is some of the ugliest legs I've ever seen on a Transformer. It's just, it's just some weird art choices here. I don't know. I don't know why this is a thing that's sticking out to me, but it really is.
0: Yeah, and now it's got $6.30. I'm guessing that's US possibly, but if you want something like this, then you could just get... <laughs> Freaked it get, off? Yeah, get get you can go to Harvey Norman, get the go to Google and Google evergreen characters and put them onto a floppy disk or... Oh, okay, I went there. Um, put them onto a thumb drive and um, just go to Harvey Normal wherever for 10 cent prints and get a 6x4. F- yeah, it was just sort of thing, cut them out.
1: Like I was buying a Figma figure a while back and I was like, oh, should I get the exclusive version? Because it comes with an exclusive accessory, which is a cardboard... Like it's a just a flat cardboard piece because that fits into the art style. like And I was like, well... Hold on. If it's just a flat cardboard piece that's been laminated, couldn't I just laminate a piece of paper and cut that up?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just very strange to me.
0: Mm. There, then, there's far better designs out there that you can get off uh, Google Images to print out to make a little stand.
1: We're probably sticking stand. on this
0: more than we should, aren't we? It's, we are. I suppose <laughs> it
1: is just a newspaper, a news agency gift.
0: Yeah. Last week when we were talking about the Super 7 figures, we commented how much cheaper they are than the uh, Ultrametal figures now. Ultrametal have come out at a recent convention. I don't know if it said there which one. No. They've come out recently with their final images of their Ultrametal Megatron. And he is bling with some chrome all over. Yeah, that's a
1: questionable decision. Like, I'm not saying chrome doesn't work for megatron but it's very different to what it did for prime you know prime did not have that sort of finish on him whatsoever it was just basically just a, you know the same sort of art style as mp10 I this
0: is confusing to me it's one of those things too like we can com- oh okay i complain with the masterpiece line how they do revisions every five to ten figures with going in new directions and all that. And here it's only the third figure and they're already going with a new new direction colour. As you're saying, that prime was pretty much a matte red and that there was no not a lot of chrome bling on him. Where here if you're gonna do a sort of a, a plus or a exclusive version, then yeah, go full chrome. But this should be that sort of G one grey, just that dull grey like the masterpiece figure or something, just to to match because currently this figure and the it that Optimus Prime wouldn't look good side by side.
1: No, they definitely would not. This is and bear in mind also this thing is a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whereas you could just buy the MAS one for, you know, three hundred, four hundred bucks and maybe be happier because you're not constantly in fear of it, you know, breaking. Because if you break it, you've broken a one thousand dollar piece.
0: Mm. Well, I, yeah, and I see a lot of the sort of the combiner wars, to Return Megatron this more than G One as well. Maybe just how blocky, like his legs are. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it, if you're paying that much for a figure, you want it to be want it to be pretty good. <laughs> Coming up next, and we've got a couple of stories here from Shockwave Labs. They've um they're releasing some LED light. Systems for some uh, retail figures here for the Siege Voyager Optimus Prime. They've got a unit here that can go in his chest and you can light his darkest hour. Unfortunately, he can't pull his <laughs> canopy windows open <laughs> to uh, bring that matrix out. But No, I suppose even MP10
1: can't pull that off.
0: Just yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe half a reason to making a new one anyway. Yeah, but that's the modular system there for it, enclosed it's factory. Quite a- a clever little way to approach it, really. Just there was a gap in his chest, make a big block that sits in there. Why? Just super
0: simple stuff. I wonder why that gap's there to start with. Is there something in the original I... figure that should was... go there? <laughs> Hold on. I gotta Google this now because I'm. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I, it... should, I should know this. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I just missed that there's a gimmick in his chest for some reason.
0: Like, because I'm, I'm thinking sort of the. Powered I think it was power of the Primes where they had the, the gimmick where you could plug peg pow the Prime Masters into chests. Yeah, it looks else.
1: set for, uh, like a Prime Master Matrix type thing, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, and I, I don't see any. I haven't seen any mention of that. If I'm being an idiot, and I right now I need you to cut this because I, I could be sounding <laughs> completely stupid.
0: Um Well, I can sound much sort of like more of an idiot. We've I'm, we've talked about the Siege Voyager Prime before, and I don't remember even seeing photos of his windows opening. So I don't know if there's some mods going on here, or because even the um the big Evolution Prime, the leader one that had
1: okay. So there's Yeah, So just looking at it on TF Wiki now. Um... This is why we didn't hear about it because it was like an unintended thing or not a marketed thing. So if you open the windows in truck mode, he has a matrix there. But because of the way he transforms, he doesn't show in his chest in robot mode. Mm. Um, and so just either by coincidence or design, you can fit one of those Prime Masters or Matrix cores or whatever. you—they Any of those var- variant of things can fit in his chest. So it's an unmarketed feature, but yeah, you can fit that, one of those matrix things in there. um And I that's, suppose they've just taken advantage of that. That's it weird. seems like originally, the way they built the transformation, it just so happened that, oh, there's a gap in his chest. And they're like, well, what if we rework and like resculpt things within his chest so that you can repurpose one of those old matrixes and put it in there?
0: This question might not go anywhere, but in Combiner Wars, we had the Combiner Wars Prime that combined. In Titans Return, we had the Triple Changer, the uh, the G G two, like the Tanker Prime. That was Power of the Primes, wasn't it? Or, or uh, Titan, Titans Return. Titans Return. Yeah,
1: that was the Tanker Prime.
0: Yeah, Tanker Prime. Voyager as well. Did it? It's it didn't have a headmaster, did it? Oh, I it did. Yeah, that definitely had a headmaster. Okay. Then we went into Power of the Primes, and we had. The leader one that again that evolution with the um out Orion uh, packs that would become his chest. Yeah. I can't, so now, Did that
1: now- like Power Master Prime come out in Titan's Return. You know everyone was an ultra magnus retool? Because
0: that, that yeah, yeah that had a headmaster, didn't it? Yeah.
1: So it was like they did that and then they did the a similar sort of thing in
0: powerful primes, didn't they? It's so weird. It's 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 lost. Like,
1: there's a lot of weird. primes recently.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. That's why that's why I'm having trouble remembering all. But it's sort of it'd be like if Siege Hound had a headmaster. It's just like one of these old gimmicks from a previous line that somehow is still in these new figures. I mean, it's you know there has been a lot of interplay. We're in the Prime Wars trilogy,
1: but there was a lot of crossing over.
0: Yeah. So yeah. you
1: know, like the little Matrix cores use the same. Uh, skeleton, I suppose you could say, as the headmasters, but it, they weren't ever explicitly like, oh, hey, here's the interplay between these two lines. They never said, oh, hey, Power Primes, you can put these combiner limbs on the combiner wars stuff, except like, you absolutely could. Mm. Right, so it was never stuff where I went, hey, oh, you know, there's cross, there's integration here. It was just sort of, yeah, just by happenstance, all these lines uh, share commonality with each other. And siege has been a bit more of a departure from the styles of those lines, um, but still see like I think we're still seeing like little vestiges of the Prime Wars trilogy here and there.
0: I wonder if, um, and this might come back in a few weeks' time. I wonder if because uh, we had that leader for Power of the Primes. I wonder if this was going to be a deluxe, and they've decided to hold off because we normally. Especially the movie lines, we get normally. We normally get a prime in every size scale. Do so we? Oh, th- uh, we used to. <laughs> it used. To, I, thought, <laughs> yeah. I think it's like they do
1: all but one. Yeah. But it's. I don't know why I'm pointing.
0: No, I'm just. i Yeah, I'm just wondering if this is the power of the primes, deluxe prime skeleton that never got used, so they've reused it here.
1: I, th- I think it's with the, I don't know. It seems to be quite in line with Siege as a whole. You know, that very, you know, just G1 with a bit more cyber training on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's not the only one. Getting back to the, the story we're actually supposed to be talking about. Um, the light up effects, they've also made a set for the um, masterpiece, movie masterpiece, Barricade, as well, which I haven't heard a lot of good things about. I've got the really? deluxe. Like, okay. I could tell you
1: great things about it.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Has it even been released? Well, oh, it, it
1: had a really strange release where it just yeah. sort of came out in various iterations over the course of six months.
0: And obviously, since if there's good things to be talked about, then obviously people got it in yeah. hand. So, it's, derp for me. But... I think
1: it's one of the better, like, regarded as one of the better movie masterpieces.
0: I might be thinking about Ironhide.
1: Yeah, that one is. I think that one's quite notoriously bad. Yeah,
0: okay. I do laugh here. Laugh at this, how it looks like his head's just a mask on that. It doesn't look like there's any depth to the head any at all, but I don't think we're not. Well, we're not here to talk about the figure. They've, um, again, the the lighting unit for this, and I think this is the main reason I want to talk about it, is just the fact you've got this power cell with the uh, wires. This could be modified. I could see this in your masterpiece Datsuns. I could see this in any of your retail figures as well if you want to make um
1: it's like quite a small and flat piece isn't it so you could yeah if you have any sort of cavity you could theoretically slot it in there
0: yeah yeah it, it might not help with transformation but again if your bots stay in bot mode for the <laughs> most of the time and just a, a little light up accessory like this i reckon could um be quite beneficial especially with how
1: good it looks on that barricade like the, the way I, I guess it is, you know, a promo shot, but the way the lights and because it comes out from it's not just straight, you know, put forward point light blaring out, it's the light is seated in sort of a deeper point of his chest, mm. so you get a lot of there's like a lot of depth to is showing, so it, it gives the figure this sense of depth, I guess, and uh, you know, a bit of complexity because you have a light on different surfaces, and so. Just yeah, it just adds a bit of realism to it.
0: Yeah. Yep, and here it obviously they've made it so it pegs onto his back when he's in robot mode. Um so it looks like it
1: definitely doesn't carry through the transformation, which no, no, I mean, no. fairness I shouldn't really expect.
0: No. Um But I could see this with the movie masterpiece Optimus Prime as well, just to illuminate those lights on his hips like the uh the character did in the 07 movie. Get out of the goddamn car. Yeah. <laughs> And also they've it's also got a accessory to fit with Trypticon, which I that looks fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know I was talking about the depth
1: of the light on barricade now this is like that, but to the next level, just you know yeah. have that seated deep within the mouth, and all those little ridges and teeth and everything on Trypticon just make that look beautiful,
0: yeah, and even just a like even just an image of that Titan master in front of him there, and you've got those spotlights shining down, and that's... I absolutely love that. I know, that is... Yeah, that is just beautiful. And that's, and that's the unit there.
1: I think, like, just having the, you know, these slightly larger and more powerful LEDs on Triptychon, you know, sort of... Uh, gives adds to that sense of scale with the figure. Like, it makes him seem a lot more imposing.
0: Mm. And it's good, Trypticon too. Like, you've got a the... Good thing you got the connector there so like even if you're gonna have him in in trypticon mode like there we've got um is it full tilt on his chest
1: uh yeah I think
0: <laughs> but um when when you've got sort of his chest covered you could unplug that at the back so you don't have the lights trying to push through that that um, translucent green and then just have them on plug it back in when you got that flap down. Even now, just trying to think where that all goes in city mode. <laughs> That'd be probably some good spotlights when it's in city mode as well.
1: Yeah. Do you, do you own a Trypticon?
0: I do. It's probably my favorite figure from the last year. <laughs> Although it's probably a 2017 release. I don't know if I'd go. We'll, I'll have to does wait and see how much of, they're going to be. Does that
1: arrow down the bottom, like, does that end up on his stomach in in city mode or on top?
0: On top, because okay, so um, you, yeah, yeah, either either side, either side that folds down to become sort of wings at the side in um, in both city mode and jet mode. So those lights will be pointing straight up in the air from memory. Yeah, which is which for a city mode kind of fits quite well. Like it's not a
1: military base type thing.
0: Yeah, plus plus how many times, especially <laughs> you see sort of spotlights just shining straight up in the air. I don't know if you get much use out of the mouth Ooh. one, but I wonder if you sure. get a set of some of those little uh, toy hack, toy hack stickers and mm. stick a faction symbol over it and have that project up onto a roof. Yeah, I mean, interestingly
1: here, it does look like um, the two LEDs here are connected by one wire, which I. Seems to me like you know how Triptychon has a gimmick where you can like feed the Titan Masters through his Mm. esophagus. Looks like the wiring there uses that to connect the two, so there's a battery pack on the chest mounted lights uh, that feeds both that and the mouth mounted ones. So I I don't know how well that would go in transformation because I don't know where his head ends up Uh, exactly. His
0: head doesn't move, his head just stays on his back.
1: Okay, so you. This one would carry through transformation then.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's Um, pretty good. The only thing you'd have to sort of keep an eye on is when you're rotating because the head's got a neck rotation. If you sat there and just started rotating your head around, 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 you're going to twist those wires up to the point where they're going to probably pull out of somewhere or it might just pull the unit out of the back of his head.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, I bet people would be smart enough to not do that.
0: Well, again, this is... I mean, you'd hope. Yeah, this is the figures that are on your display and not being played with, so... Not by children, anyway. <laughs> Moving on to something, again, that you probably wouldn't want children to play with. Zeta Toys have revealed uh, ZV-01 Pioneer, which is their version of Bumblebee Movie VW Beetle Bumblebee. Max, we we'll were talking before in the pre-show about... Uh, you after or you got the uh three A? They call it deluxe, isn't it?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, because it's separate to their premium scale stuff. Yeah, so it's, a bit, it's
0: a little bit smaller in both price and scale.
1: Yeah, so that, that's meant a lot of people have jumped on that just instinctively because, like, oh well, it's a cheaper three A figure, and it's the only actually accurate <laughs> version of this bumblebee, so we'll go for that. Mm. Whereas now you have this guy coming along and actually <laughs> transforming. Uh,
0: there's no shots of it in alt mode, but again, like parts count, you got his blade on his wrist. You've got a, um, the, I'd call it the waspinator face <laughs> or stinger face. Yeah. Um, sort of a, a, version, a version of that hammer he had from last night. Seems entirely superfluous. But <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it showed up in concept art for that weird cut Vietnam war scene from yeah when it was a yeah. very different movie
0: yep the uh, hand blaster yeah. as well
1: I think the uh, thing is like there's less of an expectation of a sort of accessories that this will come with compared to the free a one so you know transforming figures typically don't have uh Swappable, swappable hands because they don't do too well with transformation whereas a premium action figure like the 3A1 well it's just an expectation but the hands will be swappable
0: mm. so it's you know
1: d- different accessories here.
0: And that's that's sort of one of the things if you're not if you don't have an engineering budget or don't have to worry about the engineering of a transformation you can put that into the accessories have hands that attach plug in weapons um, swords, maces Lights, LEDs, god knows what else? Yeah. It seems like
1: a toy world slash Zeta toy slash, you know, whoever the hell, like w- whatever's going on with this group of people now, like that seems to be a place to go in theory for transforming versions of a bumblebee movie characters because they've done this. They said they're going to attempt Shadow and Dropkick. And I say attempt because that's what they said. They said, we'll try and do this, but, you know, God knows how that's going to go. To make sure we change And then <laughs> yeah. they're also announced that they're doing a Prime as well. So I mean, this is a place for transforming versions.
0: And look how tidy that is.
1: Yeah. They oh, even keep the uh, sort of spinal column detail.
0: Mm, yeah. That
1: you Like it's really apparent in uh, the start of the movie.
0: Yeah. Just kind Making- of one
1: of the nicer details from the robots in Bumblebee.
0: Yeah. And we talked about the masterpiece one about the legs and the feet and just how tidy this looks. For transforming yeah. into simply, well, essentially the same, same, uh, alt mode as the original MPB, anyway.
1: Oh, yeah, like it's, it's, it's actually quite an interesting thing to see, you know, for different, um, takes on, you know, like uh, different designs of the same character forming the same, robot, uh, alt mode.
0: And this is, so, so, comparing is this called... to the
1: movie masterpiece, movie. I think this. Easily blows it out of the water. Like the discussion here is between this and the three A version. There is no discussion between this and a movie masterpiece.
0: Mm. Which hasn't hasn't really been much a discussion with third party versus official for a long time, especially masterpiece. But now, sort of going into this third party versus official for movie figures and stuff like that. Like we've we've commented before and brought up before, unique toys and what they've done with Purikil and they prime as well and the other figures they've got on the boards coming up for release.
1: Yeah, I think the uh, official versus third party discussion is most pertinent when it comes to movie stuff nowadays. Because cause I think especially cuz there's two distinct scales operating and then it becomes you know even more of a discussion when you in the stuff like the bumblebee movie. Where it changed production half, like sort of production direction halfway through, so you have you know two rather distinct designs from Bumblebee. So it's like, oh, what are you going to go with? You're going to go with the official product that's very inaccurate to movie, or the third
0: party or licensed version that's highly accurate, Mm. and that's sort of a deep core thing with collecting. Like, okay, yes, you can buy the studio series Bumblebee for $30. Um, it's not entirely accurate the engineering is just pretty much basic for a deluxe figure Um, and you're you're paying that price for that engineering but if you're wanting and if you're I want the Bumblebee cast on my shelf as accurate as possible well surely that's going to involve paying more for a third party company with what they offer and not staying with official
1: yeah, and especially when you think about um, like uh, the potential of you know the late stuff when it comes to Toy World and three A right where Toy World says oh we need Dropkick and Shatter um and Prime as well it's like well you think of how much those are gonna have to transform that's you know very distinct route modes into two very separate alt modes that twice over and then three A's done like two hundred and fifty dollar Blitzwing right And so if you want it. In theory, Bumblebee's got quite a small cast, but if you want actual, accurate versions of that cast, you're going to be forking over a lot of
0: money for it. Hmm. Well, and that's it. And the general general theory is that Bumblebee's the best live-action movie, so we're going to want figures and characters from that film.
1: It's mm. the first one I personally feel motivated to go out of my way to collect like a just a solid set of the uh, core cast.
0: Hmm. And and we've talked again previously before about how Hasbro's, I think, f- smartly going for individual robot alt modes for um, Shatter and Dropkick, both for car and like car and jet or car and helicopter, not trying to do the triple changer, because I really don't think they could get it on their budget. They have got to work with where. I no, I think Hasbro wait.
1: just went screw it and. Did individual versions, mm. so because well, I, don't, I, don't I know think it can be done.
0: Well, I think that's for the best. I don't, I don't well, want absolutely, to see it. especially yeah. in the case of
1: Dropkick, where he like the car version that they made is just straight up Dropkick from towards from the first scene on Earth. Like that is accurate to the movie. Yeah, so you can't really complain there.
0: Yeah, and I'll, I'll be more more than happy to pay thirty dollars for that and have it on the display shelf as Dropkick from Bumblebee. I don't it, it's no different to age of extinction and last night drift yeah absolutely more, more so Especially when he's got night. no visible
1: helicopter parts
0: right? yeah
1: yeah it's just yeah. like he's quite a distinct mercedes design in last night so
0: yeah but even even age of Extinction, he transformed once to in the desert his only real helicopter junk he's got is his swords which of course toys are going to make those into the his rotor blades and he transform he transforms again later on when they get to KSI and it's I don't really need <laughs> don't really need a helicopter drift, even though we got to see one last week out of that dropkick mold. Uh, it's retort. funny how the helicopter
1: one, which is very much a secondary mode with less kibble on it and robot mode, turned out as
0: the more accurate drift figure. Mm. Again, that you got you got a toy budget, you got a size budget, trying to get the most detail you can in there and yeah. Back to it this guy. But better.
1: <laughs> what, would you, what would you say between the... Also we've got three major Bumblebees on the market right now, or four if you count the Studio Series. So 3A, Zeta Toys, Masterpiece Studio Series. What's it for you? Both for Bumblebee himself and like collecting the movie as a whole.
0: I personally like this one looks the best in robot mode. We'll have to wait and see how it all condenses down into old mode. But again, it's a VW Beetle, so... I don't see it being too hard to or it's gonna be hard to do, but I don't think the old mate's gonna look that bad.
1: Yeah, it seems to be a lot um, of it and just basically
0: on his back and in his lower legs. Yeah. And of course, like ultimately, yes you'd go to pseudo series because that is supposed to be Hasbro's definitive version of Bumblebee, but I'm I'm just after that one, one character. There's there's been a few figures like I'd happily sell Actually, I did happily sell um, *Age of Extinction* lockdown, and I'd I'd love to get *Pyrokill* one day, although its price has probably doubled <laughs> because yeah. of how good that figure is and word of mouth. But <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> that is the thing is, well, you do have a lot of options nowadays. You know, you're not just stuck with going for one th- going for one avenue. Like movie stuff, mm. all of a sudden became maybe the most varied place in
0: the Transformers market. Yeah but at least we've seen the movie and now we we're seeing these figures come out and seeing how good they look and we can pre-order we can do what whatever we need to with them it's one thing we didn't oh i didn't mention with um the whole news about the, the animated netflix tv series that's coming like it's media for siege that's beyond siege we we said the same thing with titans return and kibana wars when machinery brought those out after the fact i need media for these figures to collect. There's nothing... Siege isn't tooting any horns or nothing. I've... My son's yeah, just been... Yeah, I think been, there's a the
1: difference between making the, to- the toy line after the media and the and the media after the toy line.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my son's just been on the computer the last few days. He's been getting deep into false, War warfall and for Cybertron, the computer games. And I've been getting... I've got oh no you talking better bedroom, had the like the war for sobtron prime and even the four sobtron star Scream out and just playing around with those figures again and it just i just really love one being able to play those games and even just on youtube i've got a spare 10 minutes just watching there's been a couple of people doing playthrough videos but have made them into movie length things so you can go and watch it Two-hour movie of War for Cybertrons playthrough, and it's not like you're sitting behind someone playing the PlayStation. You're bored. And you're interested in what's going on on screen because it's telling the story, and it's just like a, mu- a movie. But you got the media animated, animated. Love, love the cartoon series. The figures are fantastic. Prime, love the the series, and you got the figures to go with it. Siege, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I think be, the thing with I'm Siege in- is
1: it's, <laughs> it's like. You know, G1 stuff is... A lot of... Uh, th- a lot of... translation franchise has been just, well... You know, you all remember G1, so here's G1 as figures nowadays. Whereas, Siege is going to be like... Yeah, we did G1, but we changed it up a bit, and now it's going to be a to- uh, cartoon based on it next year. Hmm. And like, but well, so at least... You sort of missed your mark, because it's not like... You're not saying, this is a G1 cartoon. You're saying, this is a Siege cartoon. And this, it'll probably just be a G1 cartoon, and, you know... As for how well it's going to go, it's pretty up in the air at this point. But the the way that they market it is important because so no can, one gets excited. The reason why you get excited for a toy. The reason why I'm excited for 3A Bumblebee is because I watched Bumblebee and I loved it, and I love yeah. that take on the character. So yeah. I want. So I want to spend a lot of money on that figure. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Whereas you don't get the same feeling going from a toy to a cartoon right you don't i don't buy siege optimus prime and go right i want to invest a few hours watching siege optimus prime in the cartoon is that thing doesn't happen you get invested in the media first
0: exactly can you imagine if we had the 8485 transformers g1 toy line come out and not have any online media no cartoon until in eighty six, Transformers the movie. No yeah, one's going to buy G like, no One Optimus no Prime because he dies in the first five minutes. He's going to be the wheelie of the franchise. It just it'd, it'd be <laughs> a reverse Star Wars. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and that's just that's just our personal opinions on that. There's, there's plenty of people out there that are going gaga over Siege, and that's that's fine. Um, I think
1: that's because Siege is, you know, it's. Siege and you know the Primal trilogy as well were very much you know G1 style things. So a lot of people, whether it's you know from older toy lines or G1 or ADW, whatever uh, G1 is that um, commonality. So everyone has that as a point of reference. So they can mm-hmm. easily take. So they can easily say, hey, here's figures and here's a cartoon later on. But the thing is, the cartoon suffers for it, and it's not a format that you could take with any other piece of Transformers media.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's sort of the same thing like, like Masterpiece. Like Masterpiece now, you're going for... Well, you, you're collecting Masterpiece because when you grew up with a G1 cartoon or, for me, Beast Wars and all the Beast Wars Masterpiece coming out, you've, you've had that 20, 30 years of nostalgia um, for it. And there's, of course, you're not going to be releasing Masterpiece Siege figures <laughs> in 20 years' time, I hope. But it's just, if you want, G- like, even the Generation stuff, at least some of the generations figures sort of touched on comic characters you've already read the comics for and enjoyed the character for, whether it's Tarn, whether it's, aren't they called Spartan, but the, like, yeah, um, Which one, sorry? Springer. Like you like your like your generation Springer and figures figures like that are sort of touching more on the comic characters that you've already known, read, and loved the comic characters as well. And now you're getting the figure for it one or two, three years later. It's always it's always sort of proactive. We we get the material, the the media for something, and love it so much, and then want to get the figures. Where just what Hasbro is doing at the moment with all these. Um, trying to tie these cartoons or media into these figures and it's all coming years too late, months, years too late.
1: Yeah, it's a, it, ultimately it suffers for it.
0: Mm. But then it sort of goes the other way too where it's sort of now third parties are jumping on the last night and Age of Extinction with figures from there where we're sort of well removed from that as well. So it does go the other way as well. Like even like Tour Ward now, just only doing the the Bulldog and stuff like that, the film that came out two years ago. But at least we've still got nostalgia for that. It's not it's not the fact they're trying to tie into tie into that material, but
1: yeah. No, also, it's a lot of if you look at a lot of the discourse and a lot of you know like Western Transformers Facebook groups and things, you'd think that the uh, the movies are. You know, for most reviled things in existence, but actually, in a lot of places, in particular places like China, Malaysia, Philippines, people really do love the movies. So
0: there's a market Pro- there. Prime One Studios. Maybe, still maybe the majority. Future. Yeah,
1: they're, they're making <laughs> money somehow, aren't
0: they? Yeah, there's still two thousand dollar Prime One Studios figures being made. <laughs> Moving on, because we need to. Uh, Jada Toys. Um, we've reported on Jada Toys previously where they do sort of die cast versions alt modes of the uh movie figures and now they're sort of touching on a bit of g1 as well i really want to talk to this because last week we're talking about those super 7 figures and how you could have them on the display as a uh alt mode version of your masterpiece figures without having to transform and here we've got prime which looks fantastic again i've never transformed my mp10 and i if this was 50, 60 bucks. I don't know how much they're going to be, but if I could put this on display to say this is what MP10 looks like or G1 Prime looks like, I'll, I'll be more than happy. I'm not one for transforming figures all the time, especially masterpiece stuff. But and that's not a G1 Prime beside. Oh, that's something smaller.
1: I think that's just the same brand in a different scale.
0: Yeah, and yeah,
1: it's definitely. I think the existence of V speaks to the idea that you know V G1 vehicle modes are, oh, there is. are just iconic as, as, almost as iconic as the robot
0: modes. Like- <laughs> Where's his trailer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's... i seeing a lot of praise for those Super 7 figures, um, how much Prime 1 and Freo statues sell. The whole notion of it needs to transform, I think it's just... That's just a uh, a nitpick. As much as oh, the movie Decepticons look like tinfoil. <laughs> I I can't get behind it at all. But they've done. They've they've had the. Uh, I'm going to say that's the Age of Extinction, Bumblebee. We've seen that's from... the last night one because that's the ugly version. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but interesting enough, they're going to some more G1 stuff as well, which. Here we have a pretty much spot on looking tracks with the uh even down to having its head inside its behind the window, which is interesting, considering it doesn't transform. Um but here we have a nice looking jazz as well, which looks a lot like the Toy World downbeat. Obviously a non-transforming figure, die-cast car, but you can see the racing cage in there. There's no sign of any robot junk, but what is going on with that tracks? So I didn't notice that before. What's, What's going, going on? His head is inside the windscreen.
1: Yeah, I, I guess it's a margin the toy, which uh yeah, kudos to them.
0: Or have they just used the MP tracks alt mode as their reference? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but step because that's quite deliberate, I think. That's because <laughs> it's very much just his head face down. So I think I think mean, they've gone, you know, screw it. Let's imagine a toy a bit.
0: But even that Jazz is the Toy World downbeat. It's got the real thick rear racing tie. That's not as much G1 Jazz cartoon version as what Toy World were doing with that alt mode for their figure. I reckon they ripped artwork off here.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, IDW artists have been seen just, you know, uh, drawing in third-party figure designs and... uh... You know, making things look like keep details of a toy. Like there was art for the new comic series that had Negatron with mushroom pegs on his fires. So <laughs> like it's... I imagine they just had said, hey, artist, draw this and we'll make it. And then artist drew it with a frame of reference. And then they made it. And by the time they made it, it's like, oh, no, this is based off of a third-party figure and this is based off of
0: uh, the original toy. Well... One funny thing here is these are licensed, because non-transforming, these are licensed Hasbro cars. I'd love if Hasbro's going and just taking box art for third-party companies and saying, here, yeah, this is what the car looks like. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, what but... I was saying earlier with, like, the way that these G1 cars have become iconic as well is something that we saw quite permanently in Bumblebee. Right mm. where like it was a huge deal that Bumblebee is a Volkswagen. Now Bumblebee in that movie was one of the less G1 designs within the movie itself. Of, um, which I don't think is a particularly an issue because most people see that robot mode as Bumblebee now, not G one Bumblebee. Uh but you know that the him being a Volkswagen in that movie was like it's an important frame of reference. And seven, so you get to that scene right at the end where him and Prime are driving across a bridge and he's a Camaro, and Prime is that very G1 vehicle. And that's like one of the... Uh, I thought that was one of the best scenes in the entire movie because you look at that vehicle and you go... You don't go, oh, shit, that's a truck that's like Prime. You go, oh, shit, that's Optimus Prime. You know, you, Because that truck mode is as iconic as the action, the robot mode itself.
0: I'm wondering if you could do a little minor modification on that scene just to make it a little bit better, because again, he's in Camaro mode, not Volkswagen mode. Like if, if he was still in Volkswagen mode, and went across that bridge and pulled in beside Prime like that, and it's just straight up G one, it'd be I could be even better. But then, sort of have have a Camaro go the other way, and all of a sudden he scans it and transforms, and it just like the film ends with. Prime sending out, you see 07 Movie Prime going the other way, like the alt mode and he scans and then just cuts to black as he scans it or something because it's sort of, it is bridging the gap there where you've still got that G1 Prime and you've got the Camaro coming up beside him and not the Volkswagen.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that was part of the whole thing of it being you know, the alt mode thing is iconic as well because you know, the, like I said, that version of Bumblebee has become the iconic Bumblebee for a lot of people. So, you know, that, uh, the Camaro is as iconic as the Volkswagen now. And so, you know, the Camaro sidling up to that truck, pulling that trailer sort of is like, Hey, it's like the present meeting, the past, you know, stuff like that. So it's like,
0: you know, the meeting of two eras of Transformers media. Mm. And not to start the whole war again, but it was originally a prequel not a reboot. <laughs> it was indeed. But uh, the, I think that so that um
1: interestingly, that prime scene, I hope we're going off on tangent here, but I'm going to anyway because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh that prime scene on the bridge, that was in the original cut of the movie. But the scene later in the forest wasn't. So I think the original idea was, you know, put that. But put that truck in the movie as like a little way, uh, like a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Hey, that's what G1 Prime looks like, right? This is sort of a idea, uh, this is just sort of a nudge, nudge, wink, wink type thing, and then, but instead you know, the movie became more of a reboot, and they're like well, we've got this Prime scene here, why don't we, this truck here, so why don't we just say, hey, Prime's on Earth, and he looks like G1 Prime.
0: Mm. Yeah. Plus all, yeah, that, that goes into the other thing that Hasbro have officially come out and said yes, it's a reboot, not a prequel as well just to end that little war that's been going on for months I do believe it's last week when we are talking about Ectotron and the Ghostbusters crossover we had a nice big banner artwork of a lot of our uh, favourite G1 characters um, battling each other in a New York scape and Ecto-1 there with the uh, Ghostbusters battling as well In the middle, there was a little blacked out with, I can't recall if it was secret or, um, I think it said top secret or something in the middle of that banner, but now it's uh, been revealed that that banner is split up into five or four sections, and that is the cover for each of the uh, four comic um, issues to come out, and that issue three cover that was in the middle of its top secret is still top secret. We don't know what's going on in the middle of the art. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, it, it seems like an obvious thing to be like, "Oh, hey, this is covering up Ectotron, or this is covering up Ghost Star Screen," but both of those are in the picture, so no one really knows what that is. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna wish. My current idea is go uh, on. Man it. Transformer, but pee on that. I got nothing. What about you? That's well, he, trans-
0: some... he transforms into a big blob. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't know what he transforms into. To be honest, uh, blimp. Oh. There we go. Let's let's say he some little blimp.
0: I, I think we've understand.
1: had a. Bl- I think we've had a blimp transform before. So let's go with that.
0: We get a white prime arm here. Oh. And a black oh, or huh. grey foot.
1: Hey, you've got a better eye than I do. So, that's your is your marshmallow
0: <laughs> ma- is your marshmallow man a prime? That's
1: marshmallow man colors, isn't it?
0: That's that. Oh, it's white.
1: Well, you know, marshmallow man, white. It's... Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not... yeah? So what have we said? So what are we saying? Marshmallow man, Optimus Prime is the antagonist. Maybe.
0: <laughs> oh. It better have red eyes. <laughs> yeah. I've... Mm, don't oh, know what to make of that. Or maybe it's just no. Ghost
1: Prime or something. Uh,
0: this could well be another MP10 repaint.
1: it oh, yeah, bloody would.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the
1: final hurrah for MP10 is a Ghostbusters repaint.
0: The last I suppose I time... could
1: just repaint the Siege one, but more money in MP10, I suppose.
0: Well, just because it's got the little Prime triangle on. Stuff on his wrist there. And and since clearly the energy on axe that you get with MP10. Hmm. A couple of weeks ago, we dug deep into the Netflix series and <laughs> realized it might not be as good as we thought it was going to be. But in the here, again, breaking news. On a plus side, I do like how Astrotrain's head is underneath the back of his rocket <laughs> there. The transformation G1 <laughs> to a T. Doesn't... It's just the G1 toy, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. With
1: cartoon colours. Yep. All
0: right. Oh, we're done.
1: All right.
0: Yes. <laughs> new <laughs> acquisitions, Max. Do you have anything new this week?
1: Uh, yeah. I um, I recently became a father, actually. So, <laughs> I like, I'd like you to meet my son. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh a while back Make Toys decided to take their stab at a uh, Citybots. And so this is their uh, Citybot series. I guess uh Make Toys MCDO3 uh Pandanists, I'd say. They're just great big it's like their own take on Scorpionock basically and it is absolutely beautiful. It's <laughs> just don't drop him don't drop yeah, him. I'm terrified of dropping him <laughs> uh, so I did have the sentinel scorpionock to go with my fort max
0: that's the, poly, uh, the like the rubber or polystone statue one
1: yeah but the issue with that is the vinyl that it's made out of vinyl yeah, like, it, it, yeah so it's really posable like a vinyl figure but the vinyl it's made out of doesn't hold up in the climate here so okay. you know you'd have it posed and you it just had cracks slowly appearing, and eventually the oh, even wrists just no. started to peel off from that. So I had to sell that on the cheap, and then pick up it's this beauty. Which let me tell you, this isn't breaking anytime soon. This is rock solid. You know, it's a Make toy, so it's brilliant construction, uh, and of course it's you know a Make Toys piece that's done in their own art style. You know, similar to the uh, Cross Dimension series. So it's you know a very dynamic looking figure. Um, is he's got quite exaggerated <laughs> proportions. You know, very big and chunky. Uh, not like realistic classic proportions in the slightest. But the fantastic thing about that is he's incredibly poseable. So yeah. with proportions like that and the poseability, it makes him just look dynamic. And every pose that he gets into is so much more accentuated. Uh, and, you know, the poseability sort of stuff. You know, double jointed knees. You know multiple axis of movement on the ankles, like, and that was the He's got <laughs> his giant bloody pistons on the ankles that move when you move your ankles. Wow. Uh, you can hear it as some loud ratcheting there. Uh, he's got like this spring loaded piece on the abdomen. So that move, so that like sort of spring out of a way lets him move it to waist and has like, it can bend almost 90 degrees on an ab crunch, which is just insane for a figure like this uh he's nowhere near as tall as time to return for max but i still like him as a companion piece because he has the bulk like i think he's a heavier figure actually and he's certainly oh, a lot wider no a lot bulkier in the limbs um and then if you want him to look like they're about the same size then you put him in scorpion mode and he's just enormous like <laughs> the size that this thing assumes once you get it transformed is nuts uh, he's also because he's a city bot. He's got a temple mode.
0: Oh yeah, like, yeah, remember
1: that. You know, big Ooh. open area like the scorpion uh, legs become like these giant archways covering the uh, central area, and uh, quite tongue in cheek. You look at the tip of the I was going to was It's just ask the, the, the con symbol, but it's <laughs> like this. Three dimensional sculpt, so it's like almost my like not quite IP infringing, but really it is. But Hasbro <laughs> didn't do anything about it, so whatever. It's there, and that really adds to the whole temple mode. Uh, yeah, beautiful construction. The sculpt on this thing is amazing. Like the color separation is just beautiful. So you know, nothing gets lost. It's all you know. Oh, it's some you know. Gr- it's greens, uh, and gra- uh silvers, and like it's translucent orange and it's all really well separated. So it makes him look quite visually striking. Uh, you know, lot fantastic transformation. Um, you know, a really original style piece. There's always extra details. Like, you know, I can pull off, like detach his claws here and you see there I can <laughs> fold around a fully poseable like regular hand. It's just no reason other than that's a good feature to have. It's but yeah, I'm absolutely blown away by this piece. Uh, if you can get it for a decent price, absolutely buy this. this is, I without don't, going, i, don't, I, in, don't, I, don't, I don't, there'll ever be a better score, knock.
0: Without going into the finer details, the price this compared to that that other one, the vinyl one.
1: Oh, this is cheaper than a Sentinel version. So oh, okay, it yep. doesn't make it cheap. Like this is this cost me three hundred and seventy-five bucks posted. Yeah. Um which is like which is cheap for this figure. It'll normally run you about 450 500. Mm-hmm. But even then that's cheaper than the Sentinel version. And I, yeah and given that I would say go for it. Um well maybe not go for it for you know the 500 bucks <laughs> but if you you know what tossing up between the two get this over the Sentinel version because the value it's just much more value there
0: i have a uh challenge for you for bot shots next week get something of this in i want to see this in scorpion mode and fort max in city mode this is just climbing over it that sounds difficult but i'll have, well, I'll have a crack at it somehow well there, I'll, be... I'll get it
1: out and about somewhere and get a good shot at that i, I wanted to use this for bot shots and then i Bot Shots just sort of slipped by me this week, but I do want to the, get this in Bot Shots next week.
0: What is the transformation like? Is it pretty simple or is it pretty complex? It's, in well, parts? it's simple and quite clever. Like the way that his movement of mass is excellent. <laughs> you know,
1: his torso telescopes out to allow you more room to do stuff away. The legs, like the panel, the legs are on uh, and the Scorpion Tower Transforms, wonderful. Like his... Actual robot mode legs fold all the way over. You uh, know, it's, it's quite a clever transformation. It's just really difficult because he's, is just massive. It's
0: I was going to say, I huge my- bloody figure.
1: <laughs> like it is physically difficult to transform this thing because it's just, yeah, it, it's overwhelming. And, and I, you- I do have to recommend it as, uh, yeah, the diff- It's I'd call it the best score block out there
0: until the Titans return or the Titan one comes along <laughs> yeah
1: it's it's probably coming isn't it like they're doing all the other ones from that poll so we might as well
0: yeah I wonder if we'll have a headmaster or not well, I, I imagine <laughs> so yeah you'd think it's part of it um, all right I've got nothing again <sighs> pretty girvy <laughs> for the night <laughs> yeah um, so,
1: is that yeah. us then? Nothing for that's you? That
0: sucks. No, nah, nothing for me. Nah, um,
1: Actually, meant to get a decent episode out of a uh, slow news week in just the two of us.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be I've, happy um, with that. <laughs> heading to Kmart in another town tomorrow, so I'll have a look in there and see what's there. Last time I was there, I got that World War II Bumblebee. Uh, new Sage and Studio Series stuff. I'd just love to see something Siege out so I can see the figures in hand. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to get a Prime. I'd like to get some other figures as well, but I just need to see them in stores. They're not—they're not out here anywhere. So, thank you, Hasbro. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, there's
1: one thing that's appealed to me with um, Siege, and I've already bought it. It's like that's that exclusive Megatron. So beyond that, <laughs> so just it's so just going to be an easygoing line.
0: It seems the hunt isn't as exciting as it used to be for Transformers.
1: I think everyone just goes to online. It's like, oh, hey, only oh, you know, I looked at this Megatron that got revealed and I was like, Oh, when am I gonna buy this? Oh, great. Retail price online, buy that, done. <laughs> I haven't I don't think I've bought something from a physical store. I don't think I've bought something from a physical store since twenty seventeen, to be honest. Wow. It's like I legitimately think the th- last thing I bought might have been a uh, deluxe barricade from the last night.
0: That was a while ago. <laughs> oh, all right ready to get here for the night um, if you want to find out more we do do this recording on behalf of australian transformers collectors club australia um, you can find everything we do over there at transformers cca.com. the podcast is over on podbean we can be found there at transformersweekly.podbean.com um, the RSS feed is in iTunes and everywhere else. And if you're listening to this, you're probably already listening to us via iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Max, thank you for joining me tonight. It's, thank you for uh, having me. It I was a it pretty, <laughs> it was a pretty shitty looking night looking at the uh, run sheet and what news was coming up. But I, I think managed to spin
1: some sort of tangential stuff out of it, you know, which is always yeah. good.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Look at the news. Discuss processing move on. So we'll be back next week, hopefully with some more news. Let's see some more of this MP hound, shall we?
1: Yeah, given that he's <laughs> been revealed since what, Wonderfest last year?
0: Yeah, and he is numbered as forty oh, five?
1: that's probably We don't have we don't have a number oh. the hound yet. He's just we have he's... nothing on him. He just keeps on getting he's just been shown at a couple Wonderfests and no info whatsoever. And at this Wonderfest, he was a grey prototype, whereas last Wonderfest, he was coloured.
0: Painted, yeah. So yep.
1: God knows what's going on there.
0: So until next week, when we don't get to see Limbo Hound, <laughs> Max, thank you, and we'll be back next time. Catch you next time. See ya.